Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Trending Again. I have titled this episode Reboot, as the title says. The reason it's called Reboot is because this show used to focus on trending topics through the week from all different kind of uh, things from pop culture to internet to science. And I just find that it's way too vast Um so yeah, I wanted to take this to a full-time music show uh, mainly because I already have a channel that focuses on reacting to music. So yeah, that's what um, I want to do. So uh, for the time being, I'm just going to basically go through <laughs> news stories within the world of music. Um, I might do some album reviews uh, EP reviews. I've got no um, plans to interview people yet, but we'll, we'll see uh, maybe down the line. But right now I have no plans for any of that. But yeah, definitely will be album reviews um, or EPs of probably mostly mainstream artists. I may do some um, artists that I react to on the channel, but yeah. Mainly it'll be like mainstream, uh, yeah, mainstream people such as Billie Eilish, um, stuff like that, or bands I like, or just stuff that uh, the listeners want me to, uh, yeah, basically have a listen to and give my opinion on. So yeah, anyway, let's get into this episode. I don't want to uh, spend too much time um, yapping on. So yeah, let's get into this. So I just picked out a few little stories. It's probably going to be a smaller episode today, um, just what, so I can get a bit of a feel of this stuff again. So I want to try and record probably on a Friday, so you'll probably find that it'll come out either on a Saturday or Sunday. I'm, I'm even thinking about recording on a Saturday instead of Friday, but I think Friday's the best day because uh, that's when the new music comes out. So, yeah, that's what my uh, thinking on that. But, yeah, I may even move it to a Saturday because I, I kind of, um, when I was looking at the stories on Saturday, I was like, oh, there's a bit more stories there, but um, I'm not even using a lot of those stories <laughs> anyway. But, yeah, let's get into this. So... First of all, we're going to talk about, speaking of Billie Eilish from earlier, she happened to win an award for, that's uh, the Chairman's Award from um, Palm Springs Resort, I believe. Anyway, we'll go, we'll go through this story. All right, let's get into this. Uh, this comes to us from... I've got no how, idea how to say this name, so Emma Sasek, um from the Palm Springs Desert site is the application. Um, all right, let's get into this. So Academy and Grammy Award winning siblings Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell will receive the Chairman's Award for their critically acclaimed song 
What Was I Made For from Barbie at the Palm Springs International Film Awards. The Film Awards will take place on January 4th, 2024. I've already, that's already been there. <laughs> at the Palm Springs Convention Center with the festival running through to Jan 15. The song has been nominated for five Grammy Awards as well as the be- uh, for Best Original Song at the Golden Globes and Critic Choice Awards. We are thrilled to present the prestigious Chairman's Award to Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell for their celebrated original song, What Was I Made For? from Barbie. Festival Chairman Nishada Sinchande uh, said in a statement, Billy and Phineas, with their unparalleled talent, have created a beautiful and ethereal ballad that perfectly invokes the poignancy of the journey Margot Robbie's Barbie takes in the film. The Palm Springs International Film Festival proudly honours these visionary artists for their award-worthy musical contributions. Since the release of her debut single, Ocean Eyes, I love Ocean Eyes. Uh, in 2015, Eilish has shattered the musical ceiling with her genre-defying sound. Her first album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 in the US, as well as in 17 additional countries around the world upon release in 2019. And it was the most streamed album of the year her sophomore album happier than ever also debuted at number one on the billboard 200 in the u.s and in 19 countries across the globe in 2021 both the albums were written produced and recorded entirely by eilish and her brother o'connell the singer made history as the youngest artist to receive nominations and wins in all the major categories at the 62nd Grammy Awards, Best New Artist, Album of the Year, Record of the Year and Song of the Year and Best Pop Vocal Album. She is also the youngest artist to write and record an official James Bond theme song, No Time to Die. Eilish and O'Connell won an Academy Award and Golden Globe for Best Original Song. And I think she's going to add to that tally with her song, what was I made for? Um, yeah, so let's keep going here. Since the release of her date, oh, I've already read this. This summer, she completed her sold-out Happier Than Ever The World Tour, and she is currently working on her third studio album in 2022. She headlined the Coachella Valley Music and Arts Festival and was joined on stage by her brother, who also performed his own set at the festival. O'Connell introduced a heartfelt and hypnotic style on the extended play Blood Harmony, which was highlighted by the gold-certified Let's Fall in Love for the Night. In 2021, he released his debut album, The Optimist. He also composed original scores for the films The Fallout and Vengeance. The siblings who wrote music for the boy band Four Town in the animated film Turning Red. Past recipients of the Chairman's Award include Amy Adams, Jessica Chastain, Viola Davis, George Clooney, Matt Damon, Tom Hanks, Jennifer Hudson, 
Nicole Kidman, uh, Regina King, Gary Oldman, Joaquin Phoenix, and Reese Witherspoon. Eilish and O'Connell joined this year's previously announced honorees, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, Vanguard Award, Emma Stone Desert Palm Achievement Award Actress, uh, Cillian Murphy Desert Palm Achievement Award Actor, Devine Joy uh, Randolph Breakthrough Performance Award, Greta Gerwig Director of the Year Award. Oh, I totally agree with that. I love the film Bahavi. I was so excited from the first trailer. I was like, please don't be a disappointment like Lion King because I was like super hyped for that movie, the uh, live action Lion King by Disney. I was so hyped and then totally went <laughs> into the movie and came out super disappointed and didn't hit like the original but yeah i was like that hype for bobby i'm like please don't let me down and it was amazing it exceeded my expectations um it's probably my favorite movie from last year by far i recently watched her do her song what was i made for uh live from Lollapalooza, uh chicago which uh the video says it's from four months ago. But yeah, I just watched it and just the crowd's reactions and yeah, it's just so good. And there's another one as well she did uh, live. Uh, she did the same song live but at a different festival. Yeah, live from Reading Festival. Yeah, both both of them are very, very good performances. Highly recommend go going and watching them on YouTube, um, especially if you love that song. Just the crowd's reactions to Billy. It's such a good song so good um also her interview as well on the round table just phenom- phenomenal uh yeah so i'm looking forward to seeing what she comes out with next in the uh supposedly in this year which we'll get to later she is releasing a new album so yeah let's keep things moving with Okay, so according to Britney Spears, she is giving up on music. Well, not entirely. She has no plans to return with the new album or uh, like any tours or anything. According to her, she has been ghostwriting songs for other artists for the last... Hang on, I think I'm going to read the whole article anyway because I don't want to get this kind of wrong. So, but... um. In all the articles I have been looking at, I cannot find I cannot find what song she has written. So <laughs> it'd be nice to know what you've written for other artists, Brittany. Besides, um, she did write three songs for Selena Gomez's last album. I'm assuming. Oh no, it just says for Selena Gomez. So yeah. Anyway, let's go ahead. This one's yeah. We'll go with CNN. Okay, Britney Spears says she'll never return to the music industry in her own right, but has written over 20 songs for others, according to her. Okay, that is the title. (laughs) All right, let's get into the uh, article. Britney Spears says, not to believe recent reports that she's working on a new album. The singer took to her verified Instagram account on Wednesday to not to deny she's back in the studio writing in the caption next to a frame painting painting of uh, Salome. 
you can tell us that. Probably, probably not. Just so we are clear, most of the news is trash. They keep saying, I'm turning to random people to do a new album. I will never return to the music industry. The caption read, when I write, I write for fun or I write for other people. Spears' last full album was Glory in 2016. It was her ninth studio album in the time since she's recorded occasional singles including 2022's Hold Me Closer with Elton John and last year's Mind Your Business with Will I Am. But according to her post this week, even if she's released scant recent material herself, Spears has privately kept her foot in the business as a ghostwriter. I've written over 20 songs for other people the past two years, she wrote, I'm a ghostwriter and I honestly enjoy it that way. She also wrote that it was far from the truth that her 2023 biography, The Woman in Me, was released illegally without her approval. And that's the end of that article. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. But what I really want to know is which song she's actually supposedly written. So hopefully we might get some information on that. Um... I always, the past three years, her song sometimes, Britney Spears' song sometimes, has been in my top ten for my Spotify um, uh, end of of year thing, whatever you call it, recap. Yeah, the last, last three years, sometimes. It's not my number one, but it's always, it was for one of the years it was my number one, but yeah. The last three years it's been in the top ten. So there you go. <laughs> um yeah, I don't have too much else to comment on that because there's not much to go off of there, only that she says she's giving up on the music industry besides ghostwriting, but we'll see. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> I'm sure she'll eventually return with a new album. Just a matter of when. Uh to me. Um, and okay, let's get into the more exciting stuff, and that is the most anticipated albums for 2024. Ah, this is from Variety, so we'll get into this article. Um, yeah, a new year in music is a lot harder to forecast than an impending year in movies or television, while other mediums have to move mountains if they want to shift release dates. That's not the case with album releases, as Kanye West has recently shown us again and again and again. Latest update is Vulture's album, which didn't come out on New Year's Eve, isn't coming out, isn't coming out Jan 12, as last scheduled either. He's still tinkering, and his lawyers are likely still negotiating sample clearances. A long list of TBDs reflects the greatest uh the greater DIY ethos that is inherently a part of music. You'll get it when you get it. Not when tent pole season demands it. But with that uncertainty established, what a year twenty twenty four looks to be for fans, with new music on the way at some point from Dua Lipa, Ariana Grande, Billy Eilish, Lil Nas X. 
Scissor or SCA, what, whatever you want to call it. Halsey, uh, Jay Bolvin, Elton John, Shakira, Casey Musgraves, and many other powerhouses. Much of it does fall into the uh, to be dated Neverland, but we can promise actual release dates in the first quarter of Green Day, Jennifer Lopez, Kid Cootie, Usher, Tyler, uh, Carly Uchis, Bleachers, Cheryl Crow, The Smile, and other stars. Naturally, some judgment calls are in order about whether to predict an actual 2024 release from some of the withholding artists who we already expected to put out product in 2023 or 2022 or earlier. Like, is it possible that, or improbable, that Rihanna will finally drop her first album since Anti in 2016? We are loosely forecasting it for the schedule because we are determined to manifest it. Even if that didn't work for us last year or any of the last seven years, it would be crazy if it didn't finally happen, right? As we always say, every January, (laughs) every January, how about the first Frank Ocean album since 2016? The first Justin Timberlake album in six years, those all seem like good bets. Although there just aren't enough signs to uh, of definite activity yet for us to even pencil in the first <coughs> all-new U2 release since 2017. And then there's the Taylor Swift wildcard factor. We do give a damn about her possibly very good reputation remake. But Easter eggs can be a lot harder to read than tea leaves or tarot cards. But this could be also <laughs> but this could also turn out to be the wacky kind of year where we don't get new product from Swift, but do finally get Sky Ferreras. Eternally awaited sophomore album, whatever surprises lay in store beyond the certainties. We've got a feeling 24 is going to be a good one. Okay. First, they've got uh, Kali Uchis. I'm not real sure how to say her name, so please forgive me if I'm getting that wrong. Um, oh, God, I've got no idea how to say the, <laughs> say the uh, album name either. Oquidius? Oquidius? I don't know. <laughs> I think it sounds Spanish to me. So yeah, we won't have to wait too long for Caliuchus, uh fourth studio album and second Spanish Spanish language project, Orquidius, uh Awkward. This is Awkward. <laughs> Dropping next week, Jan 12. Orquidius um, serves as the follow-up to Uchis struggling hard, man. (laughs) Uchis Luscious, Red Moon in Venus. One of Variety's best albums of 2023. I'm going to have to go have a listen to that to see if Variety has taste. (laughs) And was preceded by a slate of danceable singles, including the Dembo-infused Munakita. Munakita. 
featuring Alpha and JT from the City Girls. Uh, she's also releasing the Bolero-inspired song Timata. Akuna Temata. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what am I doing? And the Carol G featuring track Labios Modidos, both of which arrived with upscale music videos to match. Uchis describes uh, the set, which also includes guest verses from Peso Pluma and Rual Alejandro. Uh, as an experimental Latin project with elements of disco, Pereiro, Meringue, Meringue, and more. (laughs) All right. (sighs) Next, January 12 is also, hang on, they're both coming out January 12, are they? So also coming out on January 12 is Kid Cootie's Insano. Kid Cootie gestured towards a retirement from his stage name in the years long led up to Insano, his ninth album, tentatively set for the race on January 12. As far back as 2021, the rapper shared snippets from the project and mentioned features from Young Thug, Wiz Khalifa, and Travis Scott. Though he doubled back on claims of ducking out of the music game, he had several start-stops and a few singles scattered across last year, including At The Party, featuring Pharrell Williams and Scott, before announcing in September that the set would be delayed until January. According to Cootie, the wait will be worth it as Insano is set to feature more than 40 tracks. Wow. <clears throat> okay. And and anyone excited for those two albums yet? <laughs> Not that I can hear yours, but... Okay, on January 19, we are getting Saviors from Green Day and Variety have said... Fresh off fiery performance on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve, Green Day is gearing up to release its 14th studio album titled Saviors. Out January 19, the album will include the politically charged single The American Dream is Killing Me, the trio reunited with longtime producer Rob Cavallo to craft a new collection of pop-laced punk 30 years after its breakout album Dookie describing the new record on X Twitter Green Day wrote it's raw and emotional funny and disturbing it's a laugh at the pain weep in the happiness kind of record honesty and vulnerability right when I read this earlier, I thought it said Britney Spears, but it says Britney Spencer, and her album is called My Stupid Life, also coming out on January 19. Okay, this talented Baltimore-born Nashville-based singer-songwriter debut album has been a long time coming. She's open for Jason, uh, Isabel, and Marin Morris. 
stepped into guest spots with a high uh, with the high woman and performed on the CMAs and ACMs. And the years of sea <laughs> and the years of seasoning have paid off with My Stupid Life produced by Casey Musgraves, Little Big Town Vet Daniel Tashin. It's very much a country album but has classic pop elements with lyrics that veer between heartbreaking and hilarious. You want to be fancy like Reba, a queen like Latifah, in love like Johnny and June are just four of the name checks in Bigger Than The Song. The album features guest spots from uh, Isabel Morris, Grace Potter and more, but most of it all establishes Spencer as a confident and powerful new voice and persona. Okay. Coming on January 26, Radiohead Frontal Lobes Tom York and Johnny Greenwood have devoted plenty of time to this uh, raucous project. I should uh, also say it's um, The Smile and the album is called Wall of Eyes coming out. January 26th. Okay, let me continue from... I'll just go from the start. Radiohead, Frontal Lobes, Tom York and Johnny Greenwood have devoted plenty of time to this ruckus side... Uh, is it ruckus or raucous? Side project. The trio, which often create a primal raw balance around the keen drumming of Tom Skinner has been sharpening new music on recent tours and tracks like Bending Hectic and Read the Room have already become fan favourites. Also notable, the album is produced by your collaborator, Sam Petz Davies, um, which could give it a different vibe than their previous material, Radiohead producer Nigel Goodrich. Uh, January 26th, uh, Future Islands, People Who Aren't There Anymore is the album. The Baltimore Synth Bros return with another full album of dance floor-ready emotional bangers. As always, the group's springy melodies form uh, juxtaposing backdrop for Samuel T. Herring's introspective lyrics and while early singles have added different flavours to the sound, it remains comfort food for the band's fans. The best part, new music means a new tour and future islands have cemented themselves as an essential live act, in large part thanks to Herring's wild on-stage presence. Okay, uh, Brittany Howard, her album What Now, coming out February 9, with four Grammy wins and nine nominations, Brittany Howard's path with the Alabama Shakes seemed clear. Keep making gut-busting blues rock centered around her powerhouse vocals, rinse and repeat, 
Happily, that's exactly what she hasn't done in the years since 2015's Sound and Colour. She struck out on a solo career, released a sonically adventurous and challenging album called Jamie, and follows with what is surprisingly her major label debut, What Now? Doesn't take the easy path either, but as evidenced by the lead single Red Flags, it finds her a few miles further down the road, and many of the songs go down more smoothly, but it also shows Howard is an artist who's never content to play it safe. Okay, this is one I'm a little bit excited for. I just uh, watched Usher do Risk It All with her, his uh, song from The Colour Purple with her. I'm not sure if they actually wrote it, but <laughs> you, you know what I mean. Anyway, um, which the video clip is just absolutely beautiful. Anyway, let's get into... Uh, Usher's new album is called Coming Home, coming out February 9. Just two days before he's slated to take one of the world's biggest stages, Usher plans to preview his Super Bowl halftime show performance with the release of his ninth studio album, Coming Home, what he initially intended as a sequel to 2004's blockbuster Confessions, turned into Home with a reported 20 tracks including the already-released Boyfriend and Good Good, the latter featuring Summer Walker and 21 Savage. I didn't want to make Coming to America 2. I don't want to do that. He told GQ last February. What was done is done. 8701, there will not be an 8702. Listeners can expect an updated sound from modern times with some of their classic... Usher smoothness sprinkled in. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, probably definitely review that one. I'll probably review uh, Green Day for sure because that's another band I quite like a lot. Um, yeah, and we may check out some of these. I haven't really heard of a lot of these other artists. Zara Larson uh, also coming out with an album on February 9. Um, her album called Venus. I'll probably check out this one because I don't mind Zara Larson too. Uh, the Swedish pop singer found professional freedom in 2022's establishing her own label, Summer House, under Epic and acquiring the rights to her catalogue. That announcement followed her third album, Poster Girl, a slick, glowing joyride and a portrait of an artist in full bloom. So fans are eager to see what uh, Larson does with Venus. She has fired up the pop engines last year with the moderately viral Can't Tame Her and 80s Indebted End of Time, capping it off with the holiday EP Honor and Light Venus could very well show she hasn't lost her lust for life as a pop star. 
Jennifer Lopez. This is me coming up February 16. Curious to learn how madly Jennifer Lopez is in love with Ben Affleck after they reunited in 2021 and married the following year. Look no further than This Is Me Now. Serving as a sequel to 2002's Affleck adoring This Is Me Then. Her first album since 2014's AKA will pick up right where its source material left off. There's even a track called Dear Ben Part 2. And no doubt follow their romantic rekindling through their elopement on midnight trip to Vegas and as if that isn't enough from the world of J-Lo, she plans to drop This Is Me Now, the film, on Amazon Prime on February 16, the same day as the album. We all can only hope that our Valentine's Day will be as sweet as hers. All right. Now we've got idols are idols by uh, and the album's called Tank, I think. Anyway, T A N G K. However, that's pronounced. <laughs> okay. Coming straight out of Bristol, England, Idols are one of the most exciting rock bands to emerge in decades. A wild fusion of hardcore punk and experimental electronic scrunk with a ferociously commanding frontman in Joe Talbot two guitarists whose rancorous din shows <coughs> rancorous din I've never seen that word din shows inspiration from 80s indie icons Sonic Youth and Big Black uh, idols know better than to live the definition of their name and branch out even further on their fifth album, Tank. Combining slower, darkly ambient and or rhythmic songs with the blistering roar their audience hungers for. The album's production from guitarist Mark Bowen, hip-hop, Ortuer, Kenny Beats, and Radiohead veteran Nigel Godrich is suitably next level and finds the band going both harder um, dancer and softer grace than ever. It's a glorious mashup of vulnerable, strong like ball as Talbot sings and the most to dic- uh and the most traditionally punk rock song here is actually called Hall and Oats. Cool. I don't know who they are either, but we shall take a listen. Tyler, another person I know, and her song Water. Uh, 
such a good song. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing her album. Um, yeah, let's get into this. So Tyler and her album is called Tyler. Despite already being a Grammy-nominated artist, South African pop princess Tyler has yet to release her debut album. Has yet to release her debut album, Riding on the Waves of her viral hit Water. Tyler will release her self-titled album in March. On the track list, Water, of course, plus the Travis Scott remix along with a freshly released bundle of R&B Afropop tracks Truth or Dare, On and On and Butterflies Tyler will also embark on her first global tour just one month after the EP drops with stops throughout Europe and North America Okay, also you got that's on March 1 uh, the Tyler album, just because I forgot to mention it there. Okay, moving on. Bleaches are by Bleaches coming out on March 8th. Producer frontman extraordinaire Jack Antonoff. What kind of accent did that just go to before? Okay, Bleaches by the band Bleaches. <laughs> um, Coming out March 8th, uh, producer frontman extraordinaire Jack Antonoff is back with another Bleachers album. On March 8th, the band's fourth effort is also self-titled and Bleachers has already put up uh, put out its first two singles, The Exuberant Sax Speckled Modern Girl and The Moody Lana Del Rey featuring Alma Mater. Uh, the first Bleachers album from Dirty Hit. The record will have 14 songs and a handful of bonus tracks too and it's produced by Patrick Berger and Antonoff whose recent collaborators include Taylor Swift, Marin Morris and the 1975. Okay. That's another that's another band I'm not super familiar with, but I will check them out. Uh it's hard to take it's hard to take a sabbatical. Okay. Cheryl Crow and her album Evolution comes out March twenty. It's hard to take a sabbatical. It's more common for the stars to announce they're doing a farewell tour before retiring from the road, Crow did something a little different, declaring she was releasing her final full album, Threads, back in 2019, thinking she would only put out singles for shorter form packages. Thereafter, she has thought better of it and has unquit to prepare the nine-song Evolution for release, working with producer... Mike Elizondo, uh, Fiona Apple, Dr. Dre, Lauren Daigle seems to have helped get Crow her recording mojo back. I said I'd never make another record. Thought there was no point to it, but this music comes from my soul and I hope whoever hears this record can feel that. She said when announcing the project in November, writers 
she was being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, so Kanye has Kanye West and Ty Dolla Sign and the album Vultures, Public Screeds and Condemnations of Jewish People, followed by a lukewarm PR reeking Instagram apology, haven't entirely thrown cold water on West's Vultures, the collaborative album with Ty. Under the name... What? <laughs> what is that? YS. Y dollar. Anyway. At least according to his devoted fan base, the pair courted legions of attendees to listening <laughs> events in Miami and Las Vegas last month. Previewing nearly the entirety of the record with substantial changes every time naturally before its uh, off-delayed release. Now set for January 12, what they experienced was a project that on first listen showed West is still a formidable musician. The album had an audio uh, audio through-line replete with towering choral arrangements and thumping bass lines, plus guest appearances from a laundry list of artists, including Kodak Black, Playboy, Cardi, Chris Brown, and Freddie Gibbs. Weather Vultures will land on its intended street date. Is debatable as Nicki Minaj declined to approve use of her years-old verse for new body and unspecified clearance issues apparently exist uh, for his use of the Backstreet Boys, everybody. Backstreet's back, given West's penchant for pushing back releases. Don't hold your breath. That the album will arrive on schedule. And you got Scissor, uh... Uh, and her album Lana, it says to be dated. At this point, it's still unclear whether Lana will be its own album or a deluxe version of Scissors' top Grammy-nominated sophomore album SOS, but in 2023, does that even matter? Indeed, the collection changes nearly every time. We check in, and the release date track list, and even how many songs might be on it, are completely unconfirmed. Back in August, she told Variety, it's outtakes from SOS and New Stuff too. A month later, she told a Brooklyn audience that Deluxe is a whole nother album. It's called Lana. It's seven to ten songs, and it'll be out this fall. Then in November, she admitted to Variety with a laugh, I never get these things done until, like, the day before the deadline. Lots of songs and configurations are being considered, but until Lana arrives, that's as much as we know. Dua Lipa, the same thing, says to be dated. Okay. With the long tail of Lipa's 2020 sophomore album, Future Nostalgia, and its global tour hit single with Elton John on Cold Heart, 
and her evanescent dance the night single from Barbie. It might not be obvious how imminent the album Inside is called DL3 is yet the album's first single. Houdini suggests it will be both a progression from and a continuation of nostalgia. Its musical backing coming from the inspired pairing of Taman Parler's Kevin Parker and Caroline Polachek, our Charlie XCX collaborator. Danielle Hull is more melodically nuanced than that album stadium-sized hooks. There, there's been little advanced word about what the new album sounds like, but she has given a hint about what it won't sound like. In an interview promoting her Barbie single, Dance the Night, she said, I was like, oh, She was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) I'm moving away from disco for my new album. But I was like, oh, maybe I've got one more in me. But Houdini made it clear she's hardly abandoning. She's hardly abandoning the dance floor, even if the actual beats may not have quite the same 70s mobile nostalgia. Okay. Taylor Swift, reputation, Taylor, Taylor's version, uh, to be dated. As always, Swift will let the world know what she has planned next. Very much on a need-to-know basis, but virtually her entire audience has come to the conclusion that of the two remain, remaining Big Machine re-recordings she has left to put out, Her reputation redo will precede the remake of her debut album. The fan base has been wrong before, as it largely was when many Swifties following some supposed clues were sure she would announce reputation (coughs) TV on the final night of the US leg of her tour in November. But that would be news. Didn't really make sense it would have practically stepped on the fresh release of her 1989 reclamation give her another 12 months so and it seems like a nearly certainty that she won't let a whole year go by without adding another installment of the campaign and we can only hope the reintroduction of i did something bad into the set list before the errors tour wraps up. But what if she decides as Christmas nears that it that it tis the damn season <laughs> to put out a direct all new follow up to Midnight's. A year with two new pieces of Taylor Swift products would hardly be an anomaly in her recent catalog if only we could predict her 2024 end game okay Halsey to be announced to be dated in June Halsey announced signing with Columbia Records after splitting with Capital and becoming a free agent for a while the singer has periodically assured fans 
since then that work is continuing apace on a new project. Though she's been sparing and giving out any details like who's producing Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross did her last one in 2021. In September, Halsey wrote in an Instagram, not pictured me splitting myself in two every day so that I can give you my deepest wounds and a handful of perfect joys for the fifth time in ten years then just a few days ago came a new series of photos and the caption 2023 was the biggest roller coaster ride of my life I have learned a lot and I have a lot to say looking forward to doing so in 2024 God gave you what you can handle one of the photos shows what appears to be a sample floating in a hospital jar indicating that it's not just label issues but health issues Halsey has dealt with in the past year. Sounds like there's no shortage of possible material for the deeply personal material that's being promised. Okay, (laughs) basically all the rest of these are going to be to be announced and to be dated, but this one's Lil Nas X. Is Dave Chappelle actually a member of Lil Nas X's promotion squad rather than an antagonist? The comedian went after the rapper-singer in his New Year's Eve special, making fun of the sexuality in the Montero Call Me By Your Name uh, video of 2021, including the lap dance with the devil. Lil Nas X quoted, uh, quote tweeted a clip of the comedian's routine and responded, you'll gotta let call me by your name go me and the devil broke up three years ago (laughs) you're acting like children of divorce this seemed to hark back to a november post in which nas posted a short bit of uh new music and said playfully or otherwise your mind if i enter my christian era then this week he followed that with a promise new music was on the way i know it's been two years but you're ready for a show alongside an image of him sporting a white angel swing and wielding a machine gun new single and video have been promised for next week if nothing else while we wait we count on a social media campaign full of provocation and comedy okay be interesting to see what Lil Nas X does. So yeah, I actually watched the uh, Dave Chappelle special and I actually liked it. So hey, hate all you want, but yeah, I enjoyed it. So let's get into this one. Jay Bolvin. Uh, actually, I might skip. No, I'll still do it. I don't know who this is, but Jay Bolvin uh, to be announced. Jay Bolvin will be releasing his full-length album in two years this year after dropping several hints throughout 2023. He has already released the first taste of the record, Amigos, and the DJ Khaled featuring Dientes, uh, which samples Usher's 2004 hit, Yeah, and is working with producers Mur- uh, Muramasa, Taney, Mambo Kings, 
and more. In recent in- interviews, Bolvin has said the album is compromised of vicarious Latin EDM music, Afrobeats, and reggaeton. The album is very advanced, but it's easy to digest. He told Nylon the flows and uh, the flows, the deliveries, all of this super updated. Bolvin is also reportedly working with Ed Sheeran, though it's unclear whether their collaboration will be for this record. Okay, Elton John also to be announced and to be dated. With Elton John being off the road for good, he's had more time to devote to thinking about resuming his studio career, something he let grow uh something he let grow fallow after last releasing the Tebow Burnett produced Wonderful Crazy Night a good eight years ago. It would appear he's gone from one bold face name producer to another. Although he hasn't said anything publicly about his next project himself, his friend Pete Townsend mentioned in a recent interview with Clash Music that Elton had completed an album with the woman who has hailed him as a hero like no other. Elton is so fraught with loss, uh, not knowing what to do next, he's just gone over to LA to make an album with Brandy Carlisle. Town said, said. They made an album together in two weeks. He says it's one of the best things they've ever done. He didn't specify the nature of the collaboration. It could be a duets album. For all the world knows, but the most likely scenario is that Carlisle sat in the producer's chair as she's done for Tanya Tucker, winning several Grammys in the process, Brandy Clark, Lucius and others. Their respective reps have not come uh, commented on the report, but without naming Carlisle, John teased a new album when he was inducting Bernie Taupin into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last November, noting that the writing duo recently completed an album that is going to surprise the shit out of you. Captain Fantastic, The Brown Dirt Cowboy, and The Fire Watcher's Daughter, Anybody. Okay. Uh, Camilla Cabello to be announced to be dated. Okay, so Camilla Cabello hasn't publicly confirmed a new record from her will arrive in 2024, but she sure has given fans a lot of material to speculate with the singer shared a series of photos on her Instagram story late last week of herself in the recording studio. Another picture of her music collaborators, Jasper Harris and El Guincho. Uh... She also shared a text message to her mum where she seemingly described the sound of the record as slutty, but it's art. The record would be the follow-up to her 2022 album, Familiar. 
Shakira. After releasing a string of select uh, successful collaborations with Carol G. Fueza, Fueza, uh, Regida Manuel Tezira. I'm going to have to get a Spanish speaker on here. <laughs> Terezo uh, and Bizarap. In 2023, Shakira has big plans for 2024. The Colombian superstar confirmed she will release a new album and will set out on a global tour, her first since 2017 in a September interview with Billboard. I think this will be the tour of my life. I'm very excited. Just think I had my foot on the brakes. Now I'm pressing on the accelerator hard. Namani. perennial the perennial waiting game continues for Namani former fifth harmony member turned purgatoride solo star over the years she's released singles like motivation love motivation and wild side here and there all conveying the promise she has a singer, dancer, and full-on entertainer, yet nothing has materialized despite claims in 2021 that she had two, three albums worth of music sitting in the vault, but last year may have signaled a sea change for Nemani, who signed a new management deal with Brandon Creed and Lydia uh, Azrat. <coughs> yeah, Azrat. A reporter from Rolling Stone said that new music is on the horizon, but we've heard of that before. Justin Timberlake. It's been nearly six years since Justin Timberlake slept on his best flannel shirt and ventured into the woods with his fifth album. And one could argue he still hasn't emerged years after the 2004 Super Bowl performance that ravaged Janet Jackson's mainstream career and left his unscathed. He faced a public reckoning and finally unable to tune out the noise. Issued an apology to both her and ex-girlfriend Britney Spears in 2021 claiming, I know I failed and that I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down ever again. Last year, he reunited with his InSync members to record what was poised to be their comeback with Better Place, the lead single off the Trolls band together. Soundtrack. However, the Hollywood strikes prevented the group from promoting the film. Add the fact that Spears had some very dirty laundry about his behaviour during their relationship. Long story short, everyone may be waiting it out for a more ideal time frame for a JT comeback, even though his longtime collaborator Timberland raved to Variety about the album last year. It's fun, Justin. Timberland said, likening the sound to future sex love sounds. With the lighter touch, just giving you what you'd expect from us. Not overthought. The lyrics are not so deep. It's Bob, your head music Selena Gomez 
Gomez may be deep in her acting phase as if she ever left it, supplementing a co-star role in Only Murders in the Building with upcoming projects including a reboot of Working Girl and the musical comedy Amelia Perez. But she recently said she may have just one more album in me after securing a hit with guest turn on Remy's Calm Down remix. I'm dropping the pulsing single soon. In August, she seemingly revealed in an Instagram response to a fan that her next solo album will arrive around February. She also mentioned a Vogue Mexico at the end of last year that there would be no sad songs on the record. A little tease, what listeners can expect. Okay, Frank Ocean. The only appropriate comment here would be probably the uh, rolling on floor laughing emoji because Ocean has made scarcity into an art form all its own. He hasn't released an album since 2016 or an official single since 2020 and his Coachella performance last year featured some interesting rearrangements but was not enough of a debacle for him to cancel the second weekend. There's been little recent indication that new music is coming except for some grabbing at scores. Speculation from increasingly frustrated fans late last month. Some enterprising leaker posted a bunch of songs that were purported to be a scrapped album from 2020 and featured several of his post-blonde singles, but it was apparently a fan's creation. Hey, after all these years, it's better than nothing. Okay. Rihanna. Most of these aren't confirmed. But anyway, I'm going to read them anyway, just for you guys. Okay, I might just pick out a few more, because there's heaps. And most of these are not confirmed. Anyway, another one they're thinking is Rihanna. We are closing in on eight years since Rihanna last dropped an album, and the reality is she doesn't need to. She's a billionaire based on her fashion and cosmetic lines alone, the mother of two young children, and her music catalogue is already strong enough for her to headline last year's Super Bowl. Over the course of those eight years, she's given only hints about the music. She was recording the most substantial update was four or five years ago when she said she was recording both a pop album and a dancehall album, but who knows where things are at now. Fans will be there whenever she decides to return, if she decides to. Uh, Ariana Grande. There's a subtle difference between hiding in plain sight and being in plain sight. While hiding and... For the past three years, Grande has done a masterful job of the latter. She hasn't released an album or even a single under her own name since her sixth full-length positions dropped in October 2020, but she guested on two massive hits with the weekend remixes of Save Your Tears and Die For You, appeared on singles with Lizzo, Childish Gambino, and Demi Lovato. And, of course, she's been hard 
at work on Universal's big screen adaption of the hit Broadway musical Wicked. More quietly, she also split with longtime manager Scooter Braun and is now repped by Brandon Creed, who handles Lovato, Trey Savan, Charlie Axiak, Mark Ronson, and others. And while there was little official word, a series of Instagram posts last year revealed that she has been hard at work on her album, on uh, album number seven, with longtime collaborators Max Martin and Gosh, Ilya Salman Salamanzada, I don't know. Posting silent clips of herself singing in the studio. No snippets this time. On December twenty-seven, she finally confirmed that the album is coming this year, possibly sooner than later, since she also tagged video director. Christian Breslua and several dancers in that post among the photos were ones of herself dancing and another of her weeping in the studio saying, I'm so tired but so happy and grateful she offered by way of explanation are the two moods of the album which will presumably reflect a new perspective from the singer who turned 30 and got divorced in the past year alone. Okay, I think we'll end up with uh, Billie Eilish. There is way more people on here, but we'll be here for hours. (laughs) And I'm pretty much just reading articles. All right. Let's get into this. Eilish and her brother, our creative partner Phineas, have talked about how writing What Was I Made For on Assignment for Barbie opened up the floodgates after a long after a long jam they'd been experiencing in coming up with material for Eilish's third full album, Chances. Uh, they'll get through the Oscars cycle before we hear any of it. This is a whole album of music coming. Eilish said in September, we are in the final stages of making it, so that doesn't mean it's about to come out. But it's getting there, and it's very exciting. In December, appearing on Jimmy Fallon show, she further described it as almost done. Fans may agree they don't know how to feel, knowing new music is close, but not that close. Much left, but yeah. Anyway, we'll end up with Billie Eilish. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, yeah, we'll probably have an album to to um, have a look at next week. Uh, my my uh, brother has offered to come and do some episodes with me, so he'll he'll most likely be on with me for the next episode. So it <laughs> won't be just me. Um, I also have some people that wouldn't mind coming on. So, yeah. Um, and as we grow, we, we may get some artists on and, and stuff like that. Um, but, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It's pretty cool to be back doing new episodes. So, yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll see y'all in the next episode of Trending Again. Uh, Make sure you like 
rate uh, and rate. And if you want to follow uh, the page on Facebook, you can. It's just under training again. Also on uh, TikTok and also on Instagram. I haven't got four, like four followers on on Instagram. Pretty pretty sad over there. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, I know it was just basically reading news. Um, but, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you all in the next one. Until then, bye-bye. groovy episode that was today was really interesting folks hopefully we'll see you next time like and subscribe and don't forget stay groovy